It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. It's Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast. It's myself, Nix, and joining me from twinfo.com.au, my beautiful co-host, Naomi Dolan. Hey, Naomi, how are you? Hey, Nikki. I am good, thank you. How are you? I am fantastic. It's blowing a gale. I'm over winter. I'm ready for the warmer months, but, you know, We're- still fantastic. <laughs> We haven't even hit the cold weather oh, yet. What are you talking about? Me that. No, I don't ah. want to know. Me, the boys and I have been just nestled up, just huddling in the corner because I do not do the cold. So it's like just bracing myself, counting the days. How lame is that? You need to move to Queensland. Honestly, it's beautiful up here. Oh, I keep saying that to Chris and then I'm like, let's do it. And he's like, yeah, nah, we've got these things called businesses. So, ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I'm really looking forward to today's uh, podcast because we're going to have a very interesting guest joining us. We are. Now, this is going to be um, a, a very interesting conversation and I'm really looking forward to um, getting some motivation from this lady about how she has overcome something that um, I personally don't know anything about. Um, so it's going to be very interesting. It certainly is. Uh, Jess is going to be joining us with her story about uh, her twins and, as you said, her interesting story. We're going to get to Jess next. It's Talking Twins and More. It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and nickyainley.com. It's Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast. And Naomi, like we said, we've got a very special guest joining us. Let's get her on. Jess, you are there. How are you going? Yes, good. Thanks for having me today. Now, Jess is, I think, down even in the colder area. You're from down in Melbourne, aren't you? I was just having a giggle, actually, to myself. Um, we just moved to Byron Bay, so we're living in the sun. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, there you I, go. Yeah, I'm going to the beach today. So I was, we are from Melbourne, but we, um, we've we made the move up here. So, yeah. Good on you. It's beautiful there, isn't it? My mum just lives at um, Mullumbimby, so I spend a fair bit of time. Well, I was spending a bit of time down there. I haven't been down much this year. But, yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, I went to those markets the other day, yeah. So nice there. Yeah. So, Jess, we've um, got you on today because you've got a really interesting story. And um, I think that for a lot of people, just the sort of adversity that you have overcome to get your beautiful twins is a story in itself. So, um, did you want to give us a bit of a background about what we're talking about or do you want us to introduce you? Um, I don't mind. I guess probably what you're referring to is um, the articles that have probably come out in with well recently Women's Day this month and then um rec- uh, a few months ago it was the Daily Mail and there's actually one coming out through the UK in August um in regards to me um suffering severe anorexia and then um obviously conceiving natural twins um two weeks after my wedding <laughs> which that is what we're that about. is indeed. I mean, how beautiful, though. What a beautiful outcome to your story. Yes, it's um. So the anorexia was a probably a long, a long time thing. I wouldn't say um. Sort of when people ask me, oh, you know, how long did you have it for? I think um there were definitely moments across my whole childhood, high school years, and things like that where it was probably there but no one kind of saw it. Um, and then the severity really happened when I met my now husband and probably felt safe. Um, 
to kind of be that person and not hide it away. And that's when, yeah, um, over the four years of the severity of it, I I nearly died maybe three times. Um, and even for that year that, that we, we conceived the twins, earlier in that year I was only probably weighing about 42 kilos in the January and then we conceived the twins in December. So, um, yeah, the doctors were sort of just kind of mind-boggled. Yeah, they certainly would have because quite traditionally with anorexia and the low birth weight is is a loss of periods for people who might not understand it as much. It is a loss of periods and a loss of um, those sort of things. Did you have those or or sort of – because you obviously were very severe if you were at three life-threatening points. Yeah, so I lost my period for at least two years and I actually got my period back the month before our wedding so I had one period and then conceived the twins. Uh, um, yeah. So it was kind of, I was basically told I couldn't have children. So because my body just wouldn't be able to carry them, um, which I definitely felt when I had the pregnancy with the twins, my body hurt so much. Like the pain was just, I mean, for everyone that's, that's had to carry them, everyone would understand, but my body had just never felt that kind of weight before. So it was it was almost like I could feel my bones hurting um, mm. when I was pregnant. So, yeah, it was um, in terms of the period, 100%, you, you definitely lose it. So that was the other thing that blew them away. Gee, you really were meant to have those twins though, weren't you then? Totally. They, um, they definitely were the number one thing I wanted in life as kids and to have been told, um, you know, when you're, which isn't actually this isn't in the article, but I um I had a checkup and basically they sent me for a bone scan because I was having pain in my spine, and I started to lose um nutrients out of my spine, so I was so thin that my body was taking my bone density to try and survive. Um, wow! And they that was the point. They said you can't, you just can't keep doing it. Like I don't know. I don't know how we can help you, but if you keep going, like, you're so close to dying here. Like, and even the thought of someone telling you, you're going to die, I just, it didn't even go through my mind. I was like, no, I'm not going to die. I'm fine. But the one thing was, like, if you want children, you have to do, like, you have to change. You have to do something or you will not, you're just not going to have them. That That is the fact. You, you can't have kids. So, um, and that was, that really hurt my heart. Like, I was wanted them so bad I was like no I'm gonna have babies and I used to say babies <laughs> I was just about gonna say you said babies and you did wow I would talk about having babies so I meant like multiple kids as in having you know one more and than then one. another one. <laughs> yeah. not in the not in the one go but yeah it was like even you know as we were we were out to dinner with friends last night and my husband said to them he she said as we were walking into the scan, like, um, oh, wouldn't it be funny if there was two in there? And then we went into the scan and there were two. Like, it was almost like I knew. It was nuts. So, yeah. Really That's exciting. That's amazing. What a story. Jess, and Naomi doesn't know this, so I'm going to throw her a curveball. I've got a history of eating disorders as well myself. Um, okay. And I, what is fascinating me is – um, anorexia is such a mentally driven disease that 
controls the way that you think and the way that your mind um, tells you things. It's very, very hard to overcome that. At, you know, was it the pregnancy? Was it that fight for life that helped you realize that you needed to put that nutrition back into your body? Yes, and that is probably, I, I did hear, hear that word overcome. So with that word, I tend to not use it because mm. I, I definitely don't think it ever leaves you. And if you have history of it, you, you would probably understand what I mean by that. Um, it's never about the food. It's never mm. um, about the addiction. So, you know, it's uh, anorexia or bulimia. Even drugs, alcohol, it's never actually about the thing that they're doing. It's the underlying, um, whatever the underlying pain mm. is. So yeah. I certainly, um, like, the driving force was 100% my boys and every single day it still is. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely Beautiful. a healthy weight. I, I put healthy things in my body yeah. um, and, and so forth. I know I have to eat to show my boys that, you know, that we eat healthy and we maintain active lifestyle and, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I definitely um, still, it crosses my mind um, and it's just sort of, I'm doing a lot of um, inner work with a with um, a child psychologist actually and a lot around conscious parenting um, to try and lift my, my um, child traumas. So a lot of my sort of... Um, habit became from as you can hear quite raw um (laughs) from you know childhood so Mm, that's um something for me that I I'm working through and I obviously the twins are quite triggering for that as well um and they bring up a lot of things that you like you know it's like looking in a mirror so Mm. um yeah so I'm doing a like a a lot of psychology work now that's more related to childhood rather than um I did a lot of work during the um, anorexia around the food and I think that is something I'd really like to one day sort of maybe talk about more is like I think the focus on food was really difficult at the time. Um, you know, t- trying to, to get people to eat or you should be eating because you're too thin mm, or why yeah. are you eating or it's ne- like it was never about the food. It was almost like can someone just come and sit with me and, and yeah. give me a hug or to say, you know, you don't have to say anything. Like it was just more the understanding of the the disorder is um, was very was I think is still coming is coming out still. I think the mm. groups and that kind of thing um, and working around why they do what they do rather than trying to make them eat because they just won't eat anyway if you just told them to. Because it's like this game, like you play with yeah. yourself. It's, yeah. You know, I used to go. A long time, you know. If we had a wedding coming up, I would I would starve myself for six weeks before the wedding just to be super super thin for the wedding. Um, and then, I, like I look back now and go, I have no idea why. Because I look back at the photos and now I can see, wow, like that isn't, you know, that's not healthy. It doesn't look healthy. But um, at the time, that was the game for me. You know, it was like, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. Like. It was, it was strange. <laughs> like, but, yeah, your mind just completely controls the whole thing. Mm. Even to, like, looking in the mirror at yourself, you know, you don't see what anyone else sees. So, Wow. And can we just go back? Um, I'm curious as to how y- you felt when you were pregnant. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm just putting it out there. I, 
I look like a beached whale. Um, how did like, and I'm not, I'm not a, a, not a large person, but when I was pregnant, obviously with twins, now I only got to 34 weeks. I can only imagine how big I was. I put on like 28 kilos or something. Yeah. So, I mean, how did you go as you put on the weight of, you know, of not, carrying twins? Not well. <laughs> yeah. Not well. Yeah, I struggled, I, and I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I, I actually cried and cried and cried um, when I, I when I passed. I think I got to the hundred kilo mark or something ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Mm. Oh, I, I, I know, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, I refused to get weighed. So my number one rule with obstetrician was, you can weigh me, but I'm not looking at the scale, and I don't want you to tell me it out loud. Um, because that's, that was really that's actually a very healthy thing to I did the same to do. Thing. I did exactly the same thing. Now, whether it's my history or not, but I said I did not want to know what those numbers were when I was pregnant with yeah. The boys. Yeah, I couldn't deal. Whereas I weighed myself every week and wrote it down. Wow. I, love that. I I just couldn't. I was like, I just have to. I think in my mind, I was like, as much as this is horrible, I. I cannot look at it because I know I have, but I don't want to know the number. Like it was mm. more, yeah. if I knew the number, I would I would stress over the number. So I was yeah. like, I'm just not going to know the number. Yeah. And then again, that psychological side of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, to answer your question, it was probably apart from the first six months of having twins <laughs> who didn't sleep, um, the, the pregnancy was probably one of the hardest things I've ever gone through. It was um it was a massive like challenge. Um, especially my body I think I ended up putting on thirty five kilo. I made it to thirty seven one and they broke my waters the day before a planned C section. Um and I literally my husband had to put like a countdown on the mirror. So it had a countdown to how many days just to keep going, keep going. Because I was on bed rest for pretty much, I think, six months, um, which was even worse. Like, it was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm firstly, I'm piling on all this weight and carrying twins. And on top of that, I, I can't get out of bed. And I had to watch. I've never watched so much TV in my life. Um, and the, I, so it was really challenging. We blocked out all the mirrors. Um, I, I have an Instagram page that I used to run and then it now has become about the boys that we just do for fun. But um, prior to that, I just, I couldn't go on it anymore. I couldn't take photos. Um, My husband had to try and, you know, take photos. And now when I look back on them, I'm so glad that we have them because I would hate to have not had photos of my, yeah, yeah, of my pregnancy or my belly or, Mm -hmm. and I know that's probably quite common with women in general. Like it's quite a, um, you know, without the challenges of, of what what we, you know, you've also had, um, it's, it's a big thing for people to watch themselves pile on weight anyway, mm-hmm. just because we aren't really programmed that way. Like in society, it's, you know, you don't put on weight. You, you, you know, you have to keep, you're meant to keep fit or like, you know, we're in this society where that's what you do. Whereas with pregnancy, it's just the total opposite. And I think um, we, yeah, the pressures of like, you know, I've got to have that perfect bump or that um, look good in these bump photos. And I just didn't feel good in any way <laughs> at all. And um, I cried so much. Like, I just remember 
having a horrible time. And, um, you know, I say to, I say to people like when they say, oh, do you want more? And I say, I do. And, um, you know, but my husband also, that was a challenging time for us. But I also feel like I want to enjoy it. It doesn't mean I'm going to enjoy it, but I feel like I didn't enjoy any part of the pregnancy. Like mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like I was literally just like crawling to the finish line because I just hated every stage of every part of it. Apart from the kicking, that was beautiful. But I found it really hard to, um, yeah, enjoy looking at myself or anything like that. So, um, but I ate everything that I'd never eaten ever before for like years and years. So bread and chips and all those things that you just crave, like the salts and all those things. And I, and I would cry eating them, (laughs) but I was just, it was almost a refeed for me. I had to refeed my body and grow them. So I just had to eat. There was no, and it was almost like the universe was like, we're going to sit you on your bum and make you eat so that, Otherwise, you know, these aren't going to, they're not going to survive. How bad do you want them? Mm. So, and I wanted them so bad. Oh, that's so, and, and what gestation were they born? Um, 37 months. Wow. So, yeah. That's amazing that your body, because it obviously, you know, it, your body wasn't that healthy, let's be honest, um, that, they, yeah. that it carried those babies for so long. That's just amazing. Well, just, um, yeah. considering I, like, just to give you a little bit of an overview, but um, I was addicted to skinny teas, um, laxatives, the, these pills that would take water out of your body so you didn't look fluidy. Yeah. Um, I would, yeah, I would never eat. Um, I know, obviously, as per the article, I would live on fresh vegetable juice and I was which is also known in the article this part, um, I would be going for a colonic every day, seven days a week, and which wow. is completely illegal. Um, the colonic place would never have let me in, and I was clearly underweight. Um, so basically, I, I don't know how I, like, I don't know how my body did it. No idea. Like, it was all supposed to be, obviously, because I, when I look back, I'm like, I I would say I'm still healing a lot of what I've done. Like it's, you know, and I think pregnancy potentially did heal a lot of what I had done, but my insides would have been not happy at all with how I treated it. I, the pain of going to the bathroom after having, you know, tea bags of kidney tea that's promoted as, which I hate now, those things. Um, promoted to you know weight loss or fluid loss or whatever um and the pain of taking too many and and being in the bathroom for so long like I still remember the being cracked over in that pain so um yeah like my insides are just it's yeah honestly wow (laughs) when you when you kind of piece it all together it's um definitely was all meant to be and they were part of my journey here so yeah. Gosh, that is just absolutely oh, yeah. amazing. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> what are your little boys' names? Uh, I've got Hunter and Jager. Oh, I've got a Hunter who, too. <laughs> see? Yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone always says, oh, it's such a nice name. I love, I love that name. 
Look, Jess, there is so much here that we want to talk to you about. Um, we've sort of, I feel like we've only just scratched the surface and, and there's a lot to digest. Uh, we would love you to come back and join us for another episode of Talking Twins where we could potentially touch on this a little bit deeper. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd love to do that. Sure. Oh, that'd be really nice. Thanks, Jess. No worries. Let's, um, we'll reconvene. We'll reconvene <laughs> indeed. Jess, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week with more from Jess. It's Talking Twins and More. It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au.